Welcome to the sermon podcast of Midway Christian Church. We're a Disciples of Christ congregation located in Midway, Kentucky. You're always welcome to join us in person or follow us on Facebook or YouTube. Our scripture this morning comes from the Gospel of Matthew, the fifth chapter, verses 1 through 12. I invite you to follow along. There are pew Bibles or you can follow along on the screen. I'll be reading the message version. When Jesus saw his ministry drawing crowds, he climbed a hillside. Those who were apprenticed to him, the committed, climbed with him. Arriving at a quiet place, he sat down and taught them. This is what he said. You're blessed when you're at the end of your rope. With less of you, there's more of God and God's rule. You're blessed when you feel you've lost what is most dear to you. Only then can you be embraced by the one most dear to you. You're blessed when you're content with just who you are. No more, no less. That's the moment you find yourselves proud owners of everything that cannot be bought. You're blessed when you've worked up a good appetite for God. God will satisfy the hungry heart like nothing else in the world. You're blessed when you care. At the moment of being full of care for others, you find yourselves fully cared for by your God. You're blessed when you get your inside world, your mind and your heart put right. Then you can see God in the outside world. You're blessed when you can show people how to cooperate instead of compete or fight. That's when you discover who you really are and your place in God's family. You're blessed when your commitment to God provokes persecution. The persecution drives you even deeper into God's kingdom. Not only that, count yourself blessed every time people put you down or throw you out or speak lies about you to discredit me. What it means is that the truth is too close for comfort and they are uncomfortable. You can be glad when that happens, give a cheer even. For though they don't like it, God does. And all of heaven applauds. And know that you're in good company. My prophets and witnesses have always gotten into this kind of good trouble. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. As you may have noticed, I read a more non-traditional reading of this particular text. For me, this seemed to capture, it seemed to invite, and seemed to engage a deeper and new understanding of a very familiar text. As I read this more non-traditional version of the Beatitudes, I appreciated that it took it out of that churchy language that we oftentimes use and put it into everyday language. Because sometimes that churchy language is a stumbling block for so many. And what I mean by this is that for those who grew up in the church and we've heard these language and we've heard these texts over and over again, they lose their challenge. They lose their kind of shock value and they become white noise for us. They lose their ability to help us open our eyes to that kingdom of God in our midst. And for those of us who are new to this church thing, who are exploring faith and spirituality, oftentimes that churchy language seems to be a foreign language that only a select few can and will understand. Or let me say it this way. 
I came across an article as I was doing sermon prep this week, and it was about a class taught at Yale. This class was first taught in 2018, and it has grown in popularity every year since then. And it has now become one of Yale's, actually the most popular class in Yale's history for the last 300 years. Over 3.4 million people have taken this course. They've enrolled in this course. And this course is available to anyone and everyone. You can go online and take it. And for $49, you too can have take and do the homework and complete the assignments and complete them for a grade. And you can get a certificate for completing this class. This class is entitled The Science of Well-Being. It focuses on understanding, it focuses on letting go of all that superficial notions of happiness, such as the idea of a bigger house, a better job, a new relationship will always make us happier, will bring us to one step closer to happiness. The students receive a series of homeworks, and this homework is called rewirements. They're practices that help them develop better habits. Things like making more time for exercise and sleep, engaging in more social connection and random acts of kindness, taking time to experience and savor, to experience gratitude and mindfulness in their everyday lives. The professor states that all of us want to be happier. The promise, it, problem is, is that we have a lot of misconceptions on what makes us happy. We think we need big changes in our lives, changes in major ways, but in reality, what will make us happier is a change of behavior, a change of mindset makes the biggest difference in the ease of our well-being. As I read this article, as I read these professor's words, and I was thinking about what all she was teaching, I couldn't help but think that this is the Beatitudes, just the 2023 version. She has taken what Matthew taught some 2,000 years ago, has updated the language, and now is teaching a college course on it, where 3.7 million people have engaged and taken this course. Please don't hear me say I have any fault with this at all. Actually, I think it's brilliant, and I find it fascinating that this professor is able to say what we would say the good news in ways that is reaching millions of people, in ways that we as the wider church have not been able to do for so many years now. However, given the popularity of this class, it does make me wonder why. Why, when the Beatitudes are packaged as the secret to well-being, Millions of people sign up for the class. Yet when we say the words like, blessed are the meek, blessed are the poor in spirit, blessed are those who mourn, many of us, including those sitting us, those of us sitting in the pew, we tend to ignore their invitation to peace and well-being. Again, what this professor is doing is not anything new teaching and talking about being in relationship with one another. 
not anything new. Being in community with one another, not anything new. Being mindful, getting more sleep and getting more exercise, expressing gratitude, none of that is new. The Bible's been talking about that for 2,000 years. Yet, why is this 2023 version of the Beatitudes popular as a college course, yet we tend to ignore them as practices of faith in our everyday lives? Practices that go back 2,000 years since the beginning of time. I think it all goes back to one thing, that we as the church, that we as people of faith have spiritualized the Beatitudes, we spiritualize our practices of faith, and we can no longer see them as any other way, as a way to get into heaven, a distant heaven that has no connection to our lives here and now. When reality, when Jesus taught and shared these Beatitudes and these practices, they were ways for us to connect to the kingdom of God in our midst here and now, to live in community with each other here and now, to see each other as brothers and sisters in Christ here and now. For us, whether it's Matthew's version or whether we like that 2023 version of the Beatitudes, everything about our faith, is about connecting us with God, connecting us to one another. These are invitations for us to embody the values of the kingdom of God, values like peace and love and justice, to embody these values here and now so that we become the people that God created and calls us to be. You see, the Beatitudes that Matthew is talking about, that Matthew brings to the disciples and in turns brings to us here in 2023, Jesus is showing, Matthew is showing us that Jesus didn't come to do a new thing. Matthew is not trying to tell his readers, is not trying to tell us, forget everything you knew before this moment and only listen to Jesus. What Matthew is showing us is that everything that Jesus taught, everything that Jesus did was part of the covenantal relationship that God has established with God's people all those years ago. A covenant which calls us and challenges us, that reminds us that we are to love God with all our heart and mind and soul and to love one another as ourselves. Matthew frames this conversation of blessings in this covenantal relationship. And he wants us to think of blessed as happy or content. And really those words in our English language don't do justice to what Matthew is calling us to do. This blessing is more about being in right relationship with God, right relationship with each other. And it's not right as right or wrong. It's right as we feel right. Everything is in place. Everything is connected. That I know what I'm doing, that where I am is where I'm supposed to be, that what I'm doing is helping bring about the kingdom of God, that everything is lining up with the values of the beloved community, and that we are constantly connected with the sacred in our midst. 
The Beatitudes, which Matthew shares, is more about living out this vision of the peaceable kingdom where all are welcome, where all are embraced, where all are loved, <coughs> where all are accepted as beloved children of God. These blessings that Matthew extends to the disciples and in turn extends to us, they're not ways for us to get ahead of each other. They're ways of words of transformation. They're words of comfort. They're words of discernment. <coughs> Excuse me. They're ways to challenge us to build up the beloved community in our midst. <coughs> our faith, this being in right relationship with God, this right relationship with one another. If we want to say the secret of our well-being <coughs> is an invitation to reframe our narrative. Reframe it from the ways that the world tells us to be happy and reframe it within the values of the kingdom of God. They're a way to embody these values of peace and love and justice, to embody the connection points to the sacred in our midst so that we can clearly see how we are called, how we are blessed, how we are embodied to build up the kingdom of God, to bring the kingdom of God to the people in our lives. So whether you say it's the secret of well-being, the beatitudes, blessings, happy or content, we are called to share and create the kingdom of God. May it be so. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this sermon podcast of the Midway Christian Church. If you'd like to learn more about our congregation, please go to our website at midwaychristian.org.